The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we'll settle in for our meditation time. And I'd like to begin by reading two quotes from this Thai forest tradition. First from Ajahn Man, the person back in the early 1900s who really began this, what is now called the Thai forest tradition, kind of a back to the basic basics movement in Thai Buddhism. And Ajahn said, of all the many things that people value and care for in the world, the mind is the most precious. In fact, the mind is the foremost treasure in the whole world. So be sure to look after it well. To realize the mind's true nature is to realize Dhamma. Understanding the mind is the same as understanding Dhamma. Once the mind is known, then Dhamma in its entirety is known. Arriving at the Arriving at the truth about one's mind is the attainment of Nibbāna. Clearly the mind is a priceless possession that should never be overlooked. And then Ajahn Chah, who studied with Ajahn Man in the Thai Force tradition, he once said, Within itself the mind is already peaceful. That the mind is not peaceful these days is because it follows moods. It becomes agitated because, because moods deceive it. Sense impressions come and trick it into unhappiness, suffering, gladness, and sorrow. But the mind's true nature is none of these things. Gladness and sadness is not the mind but only a mood coming to deceive us. The untrained mind gets lost and follows these things, forgets itself, and then we think that it is we who are upset or at ease or whatever. But really, this mind of ours is already unmoving and peaceful. So we must train the mind to know these sense impressions and not get lost in them. And just this is the aim of all this practice we put ourselves through. So as we settle into our meditation time, it's really helpful to find some generous, altruistic intention for being here and doing the meditation. May the benefits of my practice be a cause for real peace, real healing in my own life, and a cause for real peace and healing in those around me and in the whole world. So each of us in our own way, we're realizing that we're here practicing because we want to take care of ourselves and we want to take care of everyone. So we open to the ocean of all that's moving in the moment, in the body, 
with our sensitive heart, the emotions and other qualities that are coming and going. chronic patterns of numbness or hardness or whatever it is that we're feeling now. Patterns of thinking, obsessing that, rattling through the thinking mind. And we begin our practice tonight realizing that It really matters what we pay attention to. And basically the habit of our minds is to try to pay attention to the diversity, the complexity of our present moment experience. So in that way, the mind tends to flit about attending to a thought here, feeling emotion there, listening to sound, thinking about the sound, judging ourselves for being scattered, and on and on like that. So as a gift to the mind, a gift to the heart, we invite it to be aware of something simple. So we're going to say yes to our meditation object. We're not really saying no to the habits of the mind. Instead, we're saying yes to our meditation object. And that could be the experience of the body sitting, or more specifically, the simple and ordinary sensations of breathing in and breathing out. And we're giving ourselves a real gift of simplicity. So take advantage of this gift that we're giving, giving ourselves and just attending to the body or to the breath, moving in the body. If you're with the breath, just simply tracking that ordinary process, physical process of breathing in, breathing out. Reminding ourselves that it's okay to relax. We're not trying to fix the breath or manage it. Simply to know when we're breathing in, that breathing in is like this. And when breathing out is happening, there's that simple knowing. Breathing out is like this. this period of time, everything else has permission to fall way into the background, into the periphery of the mind. And we only need to be aware of this one thing. Breathing in is like this, breathing out is like this.
and it's important and it feels good to notice the pleasure of the seclusion, the simplicity. It's a subtle pleasure, so we need to intend to notice it, just to be with this simple process of breathing in, breathing out, or you can use the whole body sitting Keeping the present moment in mind, and we're using this exclusive object of the breathing process or the whole body sitting as a way to keep the present moment in mind. So this means we don't have to turn the attention to what might be painful right now. Just acknowledge any painful emotions, any painful sensations. Let them be in the background. And see if you can be interested in the ordinary process of breathing in, breathing out. In a real sense, we're gathering, unifying the mind in this simple experience of knowing the breath coming in and knowing the mind, or knowing the breath rather going out.
in the Buddha's instructions on mindfulness of the mind, he talks about, without judgment, recognizing when the mind is narrow and recognizing when the mind is great, expansive, generous. So even though we're using a particular object of meditation, like the whole body sitting or the breath moving in the body, just notice if the quality of the mind is narrow, tight, controlling, and when the mind is generous and open and expansive, a great mind. So when we ask ourselves from time to time, how's the mind doing? Then use that frame. Is it a great mind, an expansive, generous mind? Or is it a narrow or tight mind? It's good to know how to see or recognize the mind just on the simple level, narrow or great, expansive. in the mindfulness of breathing instructions. The Buddha gives us some instructions that really support the mind moving in the direction of being more expansive, where he asks us to breathing in, experiencing the whole body, breathing out, experiencing the whole body, and as we do that, then noticing the calming of the body as we're breathing in, and the calming of the whole body as we're breathing out. So a kind of expansive integration of the body and the mind, the mind relating to the body in an expansive, non-oppressive way, non-controlling, non-judging, and the effect that spreads through the body is a sense of calm and well-being in the body. It's almost as if as we breathe in, we're bathing the entirety of the body with awareness, just as it is. And as we're breathing out, we bathe the body with awareness, this generous, non-judging awareness. <clears throat> 
and the body responds by this growing, spreading calm. Everything belongs, breathing and calming the body, the bodily formations, breathing out, calming the bodily formations. And you might even begin to experience the body as this settled field, ocean of energy. body as some settled ocean of vibration. And remember, we're not attending to just the places in the body where there's pain. We're interested in the whole body. Everything belongs, everything's included with each inhalation, with each exhalation. Does the mind, does the mind appear great and expanded, or does the mind appear narrow or tight? Again, without judgment, just acknowledging. 
And as we can sense that expanded great mind, notice the lightness, the buoyancy of joy. Even if it's initially quite faint, in the mindfulness of breathing, the Buddha instructs us while breathing in, experiencing joy, keeping joy in mind while breathing out, Learn how to keep joy, that lightness of heart, that bright interest. Learn how to keep it in mind. And in that way, notice how it tends to spread and fill the space of the present moment, the space of the mind. That simple lightness of heart. Like a beautiful inner smile. Just do the best you can and let that be good enough. Remember, you can always use a phrase if it helps. Breathing and experiencing joy. Breathing out, experiencing joy. how to keep joy in mind. mindfulness 
of mind instructions as we're observing the mind, sensitive to the mind, we notice, recognize, is it a surpassable mind or an unsurpassable mind? In other words, can this heart, can this mind be further developed? Or is it already fully developed? Again, not with judgment, just acknowledging how the mind is. Can it be more tranquil, more settled, more beautiful, more refined? Or is it fully developed and fully refined? And just that interest in how the mind is can be very conducive to the development of samadhi. You might even feel some ease of the heart, a more resonant inner happiness as you breathe in, as you breathe out, almost like uh, deep coming home to the inner space of the heart, leaving behind a lot of the complexity, a lot of the uncertainty, breathing and experiencing this inner ease of the heart, Breathing out, learning how to be sensitive, interested in this inner ease, inner well-being of the heart. And simply let everything else be far into the background. Why not be interested in this inner well-being? as you breathe in and as you breathe out. things settle, there's more dispassion, the thinking mind begins to quiet a little. So for the last few minutes, just breathing in, experiencing the space, the quiet, open space of the mind, space of the present moment, while breathing out, Keeping in mind this silent, spacious, peaceful quality of the mind.
something about the space of the present moment that stands out because it's in a way unmoving. Everything moves. But there's something about the space of the present moment, the space of the knowing mind that has this quality of stillness. And of course it's subtle. Can we keep this quality of stillness in mind as we breathe in and as we breathe out. Breathing in, sensitive to the peaceful stillness that's right here. While breathing out, sensitive, open to the beautiful, peaceful stillness that's here. 